0: Hello.
1: Morning. Good morning. You're actually on time. I can't believe this. Damn, I was a little you're, early. You're on GPS time. I. You might be early on your clock, but not what the GPS <laughs> time says. Well, what are you gonna I'm, do? I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank you. The discipline that you're getting at old age is improving.
0: Yes. The older I get, the earlier I get up. There you go. (laughs) And I am ready. I have my coffee. I have my giant stack of comics that we read this week. It's not that big. You you like,
1: Oh my God. I read
0: double digits. Oh God. I, I hope it doesn't fall over and crush me. Yeah. Otherwise I'm ready to go.
1: Did you get your books for for May yet? I did get my books for May. When did that arrive? This weekend this week? Yeah, I think uh, <coughs> Friday? Mm.
0: Was it yesterday? No, it was yeah, Friday. It was Friday. Yes. And I've already read one of the things in it from
1: it. What was it? Gung Ho Volume Two. Oh yeah, that's good. I could not wait. Well, I read that when it was coming out.
0: I know they they take so long to bring out the hardcovers that by
1: the time they come out, I'm dying to read it. You're lost, man. <laughs> you should have done that as it came out.
0: Singles, yes. I should have. But now I, I have the hard. I would have double dipped
1: probably anyway. So. I think I'm getting, like, hay fever or something. I got, like, pressure in my sinuses. Either that or I got the COVID. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Could be either.
0: Time will tell. Could just be allergies. It's
1: every time I'm, like, how, like, I feel like I have, like, shallow breathing, like, I put the oximeter on and it's, like, mm-hmm. higher than it usually is. <laughs> I can't figure yeah. that out, man. Oh, I can barely breathe. I, 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 uh, all the I'm oxygen's sure going to my finger, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, your. It's not in your lungs. It's being distributed. Yeah. Or maybe you're just taking deeper breaths because you feel like you're not getting enough oxygen, and you're super saturating your blood i don't
1: know i woke up with a really bad like sore throat but then the sore throat went away kind of but i feel like sinus pressure but there's a lot of shit blooming right now like you could even smell it in the air like lavender and all kinds of the flowers and
0: yeah that's the stuff that it's just hard to tell
1: hard to tell anymore (laughs) That's how I always know if it's a cold or
0: allergies, because if I have a, wake up with a sore throat and it goes away, or the next day it's gone, then I know it was just allergies. Yeah. If I'm the still bad, around. I'll
1: take a COVID test tonight before I go, just to see.
0: Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. We had to give my son one last week, because he <clears throat> had... We didn't know if it was a cold or COVID, so.
1: Is he? What? What was it? Just a cold?
0: It was just a cold, which mm-hmm. is good
1: because it was finals week for him. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: He was able <clears throat> to take his finals, and it was just a cold. So he decided to sit there and take finals with a cold.
1: <laughs> is this Josh
0: or? Yeah, Josh. Yep, he's done his freshman year of high school.
1: He looks like a little Bomer. One down. Every time I see Melanie post a picture, I'm like, that's a little Bomer. <laughs> that's a little Bill Bomer. <laughs> Just got to get him some leather pants and a chain belt. and chain <clears> belt. <throat> like Luke Cage, and he'll so be set. He's, he's got blonde hair, though. so. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, wow, that's what I, I would look it. like if I, had, if I had blonde hair. Or I could dye mine. I think you
1: should dye yours. I should, because it's half gray anyway, so... Would you dye your hair just out of curiosity? No, I don't care. Yeah, either
0: do I. Mean, I. Would I, I? I have nothing against dyeing hair, but I have...
1: Yeah, I don't care about the gray. I'm old. I know I'm old. <laughs> yeah, I don't care either. My my uh, The reason I ask is because my mom makes my dad dye his hair. Okay. But, uh... Like when I'm pictures with my dad, everybody says, oh, you look so old. You got all gray hair. And your dad is like, (laughs) (laughs) your dad looks so young. And I'm like, oh, I didn't dye my hair. (laughs) So if you zoom in on his eyebrows, you'll see all the gray (laughs) (laughs) gives it away. Yeah.
0: So why does your mom make him dye his hair?
1: I don't know. I guess she doesn't want him to look old. I, I don't think my my dad, personally, doesn't give a shit. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I decided not to diet when it started
0: turning gray. is because I figured if I do that, then I'm going to have to just keep it up
1: forever. Yeah, and it's fake. It's false. You're, like, trying to be young, and you're not.
0: Yeah, where are those? Because cause you can't, well, otherwise you do the, uh, what was that Price is Right guy? <laughs> What's his name? Oh, there goes my name. Bob Barker? Oh. Yeah, remember Bob Barker was dyeing his hair, and then all of a sudden he stopped, and it was totally white. Totally white.
1: Yeah, come on out. down.
0: <laughs> but I figure if I let, if my hair goes gray, like, over the years, then people will just get used to it, right?
1: Yeah. The next time we see each other at a convention, man, we'll both be gray. We won't be able to recognize <laughs> each other. It's like, who the hell are you?
0: <laughs> it's like guy wow, like, like kind of looks like Mike, but maybe.
2: Is that Mike's dad? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Oh, no, wait. Mike's dad looks young. That's so right. must be Mike. <laughs> must be Mike. I do kind of look like my dad. My brother looks like more like my mom's side. Mike, you and your brother look a lot alike. Really? That's, yeah. You're the first person to ever say that. Really? Mostly in the eyes. Uh, like the top half. Our noses are completely different.
2: Yeah.
0: I think it's mostly in the eyes. Your beautiful blue eyes.
2: <laughs> now I know you're <laughs> lying. <laughs>
1: you're looking at somebody else and somebody else's brother.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I see a lot of people um, posting con stuff, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of like jealous. And then I, I think, well, I could go to the con here, mm-hmm. but I almost don't want to like go to Denver because I just don't want to go through the traffic. I'm so lazy. And then the one here, <laughs> God, it just looks like so non-comic book. Like, it just looks so Hollywood. Oh, no, they got the celebs. It's a lot of celebs. Yeah but I'm not really into that. Me neither.
0: Although, even at those shows, it just depends. I mean, if you can, see if you can see like a list of the vendors who are there because yeah. sometimes even at the celebrity ones, they have a, a decent number of... like You don't get probably a lot of comic artist alley type people, but sometimes you get some dealers
1: who make it worth the effort. Yeah. I went for that Silver Surfer number one, man. Oof. No! So I'll have a full run of Silver Surfer pretty soon. Number three and four are on the way, and then I made a commitment on number one.
0: That's impressive.
1: Yeah, I got distracted. I was supposed to focus. I told myself I was going to focus on Iron Man and... Marvel two and Mar- Marvel team up and Spawn this year and. This yes, I remember. This spawn came would have up. been cheaper. <laughs> yeah, maybe. The ones I that I need are the expensive ones. Yeah, me too. Most of them are three hundred. I mean, a hundred bucks or more.
0: Yeah, that's what.
1: And then the ones that I got. There's a couple that are in the fifties and sixty dollar range, but. If you add it all up, I don't know, I think I'm missing like 20 books. Yeah. So
0: it's up there. Yeah, I'm I'm missing less than you. I need to I should look through mine and see if I have any dupes. And then hope hope that one of the dupes is one of the expensive issues.
1: <laughs> I should open up that closet to see cuz there might be some spawn in there. Oh
0: man, I wish I could be there when you open the Ark of the Covenant.
1: I feel like it's the
0: Ark. <laughs> Let's see what treasures lay within. Man, it's like being a uh, archaeologist. An important. Well, what's dig. in
1: that closet <gasps> is when Virg, like Vir- an example, closet. is like when Virgin Comics was hot. I mean, not hot, but. That's around. when you had like Guy Ritchie something and <laughs> when they Garth Ennis and Gina Jameson, yeah, when they existed. What was that called? Shadow Shadow Hunter.
0: Something like that. You just read it.
1: Yeah, I did. It was not good. I, I mean it wasn't it bad. Really the art was beautiful. But uh it was kind of like a. An uninteresting Lilith, like uh, from. Uh, no, uh, Iliandra from The New Mutants.
2: <clears throat> yeah.
1: Magic. So I that came it was interesting. out. That came out in 2008. Yeah, what do I have of that? Let me look.
2: I so
0: know for I, sure I have number one. I don't know if I ever got beyond that. If I go to
1: spawn. <laughs> And I'm I'm missing a bunch in 2008. I should open up that closet.
0: What was that shadow book called? Shadow? Shadow Hunter. I don't have any of it. Wait, maybe I put it under Jenna Jameson. Jenna? No. I know I have it. Son of a bitch. My system has failed. Are you sure that's what it's called?
2: Yeah. I just
0: looked it up in the database. (laughs) Oh. According to my spreadsheet, I have none of them. But I know I have number one for sure. What was it called again? Shadow Hunter? Shadow
1: Hunter. Shadow Hunt. Look up Jameson. I don't have it. not listed. There's a Carnal Comics, Jenna Jameson. I guess that's her documentary. True Stories of Adult Film Stars. Huh. I'd be interested in reading that. One of the artists is Kevin Brayfogle. I wonder if that's Norm's brother. Or if he
0: used that name because he didn't want to put his actual name.
1: Well, this says told by the stars themselves, so this is like an authorized biography. I'd like to read that. What's it called? Carnal (laughs) Comics' Jenna Jameson from 1995. Carnal Comics. I don't have that. And she's got... True stories of adult film stars.
0: Well, there's a... Car- Carnal Comics had a bunch of com- I never even heard of Carmel Car- Ugh, can't say. <coughs> Carmel Comics. <laughs> Carnal Comics. Strange Bell- Bedfellows. Scream Queens Undressed. Nightingale Mistress of Dr- Dreams. Demi the Demoness. They're all out of stock, though. Hard to come by these.
1: Oh, you the the X-rated stuff's tough, man. Marvel Comics. Or the like the Faust books. They're the God dang. Oh, hard. Avatar. Yeah. Those are tough.
0: Like booby covers. Oh, these the booby covers—they're gonna be hard to find. They'll be in that one box. Adults only box. I don't have too many... Like... Rip-off press. Oh, is this an imprint of Rip-off
1: press? That was an underground. Yeah. Are you looking at Revisionary or what? Looking at Demi, Demi the Demoness. Debbie the Demoness.
0: And it says Rip-off press on the cover. But they have it listed under Colonel Comics. All right, what you, porn star fantasies? Is that what
1: we're talking about? Debbie does Dallas. That's from Aerosol. Wow, we're talking about comics based on uh, we're on eighteen issues. Which one? Isn't that Meryl Hemingway? No, Meryl. Uh... Meryl Streep. No, it's not Meryl Streep. She was Debbie Does Dallas. What the hell is yeah, that? Was, was that? That's Meryl Streep. that was a Meryl Streep.
0: <laughs> Revisionary Press.
1: Debbie Does Dallas is from Aerosol. Everybody's favorite movie star.
0: I can't find this Jenna Jameson one. What was it called?
1: Just search for Jenna Jameson.
0: I don't know how to spell Jameson.
1: Carnal Comics.
0: I don't see any Jenna Jameson. How do you spell Jenna?
1: Is it one N? -N -N J-E-N-N-A.
0: Yeah, my comic shop does not list any of those. Should we
1: title this episode Jenna Jameson? No, we'll get sued. Well, we you could talk about somebody. We could say Seinfeld. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. You have the Seinfeld cast.
1: Is Jenna Jameson still alive? I think as far as is. I'm aware, Jenna Jameson alive? Let's see. She's on Twitter, so she Superstars of Erotica. She's forty-eight years old. She's younger than us. She's a child. Well not a child. She's a contemporary. <laughs> oh, she got that Gullian Barre disease.
0: Oh, that's not
1: that's too bad.
0: Demi Oh, Demi and the Sex Squad. New Deadly Penises is
1: Wow, this this thing. She spoke out. Her illness was caused by taking the COVID vaccine. I've heard about this. Um, it's very rare, but a side effect of the Johnson and Johnson COVID shot. Wow, I so heard,
0: she. I haven't heard of that being a side effect.
1: I've heard of that, and I just took my shingles shot, and that was a side effect too. The possible. Gillian Barre. I don't know how to say it. but yeah. I didn't have any side effects. Well, for the most part. Uh, my arm hurt. And I had yeah. the shits really bad for 24 hours. I can't correlate it to the food either. Like, it, like because me and Barb ate the same thing. Yeah. <clears throat> it's hard to
0: tell. Yeah. it could have been, you could have wiped your hand, touched, your, touched someone's fecal, fecal matter.
1: <laughs> and then uh, licked my finger. <laughs> yeah, and then stuck your finger in your mouth. <laughs> so I, this was good. So, yeah, I didn't know that. I'll learn a little bit about comic books and leads you to facts that she got. She attributes the disease to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Yeah. Although, even in those cases, it's hard. I mean, I
0: have to look at a study because it's hard to tell if it was causal or just coincidental. Or if there was something dormant in your system that got triggered.
1: Yeah. I guess that's possible as well. One thing I didn't realize is the the shingle shot now you don't have to redo ever again. Once you're vaccinated, you're vaccinated. Yeah. <clears throat> That's, That's good. To, good to know. I only have one more to go. You're already done.
0: Yeah, I'm done.
1: Oh, well, that you was get, your first one? Did you get any symptoms? I'm trying to remember. My arm hurt like a son of a bitch. Oh, the shot going in. God damn. I was like, "Motherfucker. <laughs> I never had a shot that hurt that bad in my arm like." And then I, it like hurt like I don't know for while I was walking out the grocery store. And then it and then it kind of went back to like what a normal shot feels like. Yeah. But it felt like I got like <laughs> punched really hard like
2: boom.
0: Yeah, that's what mine, I remember that, I remember, yeah, that's what exactly what it felt like the next day, it felt like someone had punched my arm.
1: I bruised a little bit, I don't know why, but I did.
0: I don't remember if I had that, and then,
1: I can't remember if I, I didn't feel horrible or anything, I think
0: I did feel a little out of sorts, but, nothing, uh... I mean, whenever I get any vaccine, you, Yeah, it's your you, system saying, what the yeah, fuck you is hope that? To, yeah, you hope to feel a little out of sorts, because your body should be- reacting to it in some way yeah because your body is like wait we're being inf- we got infected by something Quick, yeah fight it off
1: so uh, I saw almost all of the Indiana Jones movies over again <laughs> Wow i I read a a comic book an indiana jones comic book and i was like god dang i want to watch the movies again and i watched... are they
0: streaming somewhere or are they on disney they're,
1: they're on paramount
0: okay that's but
1: good. It, it's interesting though they go away at the end of this month
0: oh do they
1: even though paramount owns those i, I thought they would be like yeah that's strange <clears throat> maybe they sold the rights for a while get some cash probably
0: that, those are ones, Josh hasn't seen those, so I think I'm going to hunker down with him and watch, go through those. I want
1: to I, I want to watch the Crystal Skull uh, before it goes off, so I'll I have seen all of them.
0: Are there three of them or four of there them? There are four. Yeah, I don't know if I ever saw the fourth one. I think I lost interest by that point.
1: How could you lose interest in Indiana Jones? I have no idea. <laughs>
0: I don't I think I I don't think I like number three.
1: <clears throat> With Sean Connery? Yeah. Are you fucking nuts? That was Maybe.
0: awesome. That was a long time ago when I watched it. No, I'd I rather
1: should, watch Antichrist.
0: I should watch it.
1: <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather sit through <laughs> Bill Bomer's like, I'd rather sit through Antichrist than to watch Indiana Jones. <laughs>
0: At this point, I think I'd probably prefer to watch Indiana Jones, now that I'm old.
1: No, why don't you sit there and watch Antichrist again?
0: I would like to see Antichrist again.
1: Yeah, go do that and report <laughs> back to us. <laughs>
0: see if I can relate to Pretentious Bill 15 years ago, watching it.
1: Yeah. You were so young when you saw it. Did now you're probably be like, mid-middle. get off of my
0: lawn. Maybe it's a mid 30s bill versus a 50 year old bill.
1: One thing I realized, though, is I really like Temple of Doom. Like, I that used to be my least favorite, and now I really like it.
0: Maybe that was the one I didn't. The That's The one? one
1: with the children, yeah. That,
0: that one, yeah, it was okay. I think uh, my, my big problem is like the first one is was, was so meaningful to me. Because that was the first that was the first movie I ever saw on VHS on it was on Beta actually. <laughs> oh,
2: I
1: feel sorry for you.
0: On home movie.
1: You didn't see that at the theaters, man. Damn. Did I see that?
0: No, I don't think I saw that. I don't remember if I saw it in a the theater or not.
1: That was the first time I realized I liked I liked Paul Piro's like. heroes that don't have any powers whatsoever. Yeah.
0: I think I did see it in the theater. <clears throat> but that was the first cuz I was able to watch it on beta because my friend's father this is when home home video machines were like really expensive. Yeah. Like $3,000. Yeah. So he brought one home for work. And I don't know I don't know why they had Oh no maybe he bought it cuz they were kind of loaded, and and the first one movie they you got had, you, was had lo- you had you had loaded
1: you had loaded friends.
0: Yeah, they had a pool and everything.
1: What happened? And then you met me. That sucks. They,
0: they moved to California.
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> you should have moved with them. <laughs> should have. You could be podcasting with this me. rich guy. It's me. like, God knows what you'd be into right now. Cryptocurrency, you'd probably be rich.
0: Now, if I wasn't in cryptocurrency, I <laughs> could be poor right now.
1: Well, you probably would have got out in time. That's true. That's true. I would have been smart about it. Got out. You'd be driving your Tesla around. Driving into your mansion.
0: Up instead.
1: But instead, you're draw- driving your 1988.
0: <laughs> <laughs> instead, I'm stuck here in the Midwest with no pool.
1: You should get a pool. I have
0: a, no VCR. Oh wait, we do have a VCR in the basement. Anyway, so I remember, and I remember Indiana Jones because that was the first time that we could rewatch a movie over and over again, whenever we wanted to, and it was a, a revelation.
1: <laughs> we had a real, to, We we had an eight millimeter reel to reel, but it, there was really no movies on there, but like short films, like. Yeah. You'd get Star Wars and it would have like four scenes in black and white. You are right, though. Because
0: we didn't have a projector. But I remember at school, the school used to get like the big, the full movies on the big reels. Yeah. And show them.
1: Those were the days. You guys want to learn about sex education? We'll get this little uh, reel-to-reel plane for you. I remember we watched some Disney movies on those we had disney movies too but they weren't the full feature they were just clips
0: yeah we'd like the full movies they used to do like the end (coughs) of the year they used to show a movie we got to see a movie did you have to rewind those tapes the reel to reels
1: Yes, but you did it on the machine itself. the Yeah, you
0: put it on rewind, and it, it was scary because it went really fast. <laughs> yeah. And then when it got to the end, it went...
1: <laughs> People don't even know what that is. We're old. Good
0: times. They've seen it in black and white movies.
1: <laughs> you think they listen to black and white, watch black and white movies? I should. If they're a little pretentious and
2: adventurous, <laughs> maybe. Right.
1: Well, uh I, I saw that uh the Northlander came to uh Peacock. Well, yeah and, you uh, see
0: it advertised on there.
1: I didn't realize it was from the director of the witch though. I hated that movie.
0: <laughs> oh, that was so bad.
1: Oh, God, I didn't like that movie. Well, it was so artsy, fartsy, pretentious, I hated it.
0: Nothing happened.
1: Uh, Well, from the guy who loves Antichrist. Stuff happened in Antichrist. Oh, you you fucking watch a plant grow for half an hour. (laughs) Come on, man. Yes. Everything that happens in Antichrist is like in the last 15 minutes. Well no and then the witch nothing ever happens. At the very end. Well you see a goat every now and then, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> And there's something in the woods that never comes out of the woods. And I then... saw oh, that
1: they... he I saw that he did it and I, I was like I lost all interest, even though it has like the guy from True Blood and one of my fav- favorite actresses that was in that chess movie TV show. Mm-hmm. Anna yeah, Taylor's whatever her hand. name is. Yeah. So instead we watched uh, what the hell was that movie called? It was the new Sandra Bullock movie with Channing Tatum.
0: I'm not sure what that is.
1: That was decent.
0: what you is it I what was you entertained. Would expect yeah
1: it's about a writer um that writes like romance adventure novels and she's got like a model that models for her kind of like a Fabio model played by Channing Tatum and she used to be married to an archaeologist so Some rich guy finds out that she might know stuff from her dead husband. And they're looking for this crown of tears or something like that. So he kidnaps her. And then Channing Tatum has to try to find her. But he seeks the help of Brad Pitt. Who's like... he's He's like the highlight of the movie. He's only in it for about, I don't know, 25 minutes. But, um... He's like the adventure guy that could do anything. Like, he's a badass motherfucker. And uh, Channing gets him to go, pays him to go find Sandra Bullock. And then uh, he gets killed, so Channing Tatum has to kind of take up that role, even though he's not fit for it.
0: What oh, was that on
1: uh Paramount? It was at the theaters just recently.
0: Don't even remember?
1: I can get my phone and I'll tell you what it is. Let's see Paramount, lost City. It's called. You watch that.
0: And so you and you partially recommend it.
1: Well, if you want to watch something that's entertaining, that
0: yeah, if you just want to kick back and
1: and it just was out at theaters, I would recommend it. It was I was gonna either watch *The Lost City*, *The Northlander*, or. Uh, Firestarter, because that's also on Peacock, the remake. But man, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't usually go by Rotten Tomatoes, but God dang, did that Firestarter movie get really low scores in fans and critics? So I was like, oh, I'll go see this Lost City instead. I like Sandra Bullock too, so
0: I'm not a big Sandra Bullock fan.
1: I like her. I liked the net quite a bit and I liked speed. And she was recently in like a Netflix movie, like it was the opposite of it was like uh where sound instead of uh sight. I don't remember. It's called a birdcage or something like that. Oh yeah. It was kinda like that movie. Where you have to be absolutely quiet, except this one you have to...
0: <clears throat> yeah.
1: You can't see. It takes your sight away. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, Lost City. It looks familiar.
1: Yeah, it's on Paramount. It's kind of like a movie that you could watch with your family. My My parents liked it. I think my mom's getting burned out on the superhero movies, but I am too, like I really am like yeah, it just doesn't seem seem like they offer anything more anymore like that that I haven't already seen or consumed,
0: yeah, I mean, and that's kind of the way things go right. something becomes popular for a while, and then at some point it. Something else will become.
1: Well, I needed to go popular. away for a while, so because if um, absence makes the heart grow fonder, I, you know.
0: Oh, we did have a bit of a break with the COVID.
1: Not really, because it was still streaming on Disney Plus. Like.
0: Yeah, I guess there's. You still had all some...
1: the shows and stuff. Yeah, I guess
0: in in your case or our case, we still had
1: a backlog of shows to watch. So. Yeah, because a lot are direct to Disney Plus now. But uh I'll tell you one one movie that, that that did rock my world is Top Gun Maverick. I have not seen that yet.
0: We're planning on going though.
1: <laughs> that was the best movie I've seen in probably I don't know, a decade. I mean I like I love the Joker. Like that was one of my best Mm-hmm. But this, this movie is not the Joker. Like, this movie is more like, oh no, my god, opposite. this is popcorn fun and brings back a lot of memories.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it's the opposite of the Joker. Yeah. We did, we did uh, in preparation, and because Josh had never seen it, we watched the original Top Gun the other day.
1: Oh, I love that movie.
0: To to prepare for seeing Maverick.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was listening to uh, Rob's observations, uh, and... Uh, he talked about Top Gun a lot. And the thing I didn't realize is... Well, Top Gun is kind of like Barb in my, my movie. Because that's when we started going out. But the interesting thing is... Top Gun opened up in May. And we did not see it in in theaters until October 31st of Halloween. So in 1996. So that was... A long time ago. <laughs> I mean, it was a long time in theaters, is what I'm saying. And Rob was saying that, yeah, it was number one for the month of May, yeah, and then it became to. number one again in September. And so it's like one of those movies that just doesn't leave and it just has a strong outing. But, yeah. That's interesting. And they said it it maintained, like, number one until Crocodile Dundee knocked it out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. That was big.
1: Was Crocodile Dundee around movie before Steve Irwin? Or was it based on Steve Irwin?
0: I I thought Steve Irwin was later. But, I mean... He might have been
1: inspired by it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Steve Irwin might have been in, like a local dude in Australia, but not yet known to the rest of the world at that time. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't think it was. I I don't think he was known. It was probably before him because. Yeah. Because he was probably young when that movie came out. Maybe he was inspired by it.
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Could have the other way around.
1: But Top Gun's like a movie that I'd I'd go watch again in the theater. Like, I liked it that much. It was good. And all we had to do was wait one week, and we were able to go to the theater and get seats that weren't too close to people.
0: That's good. We did see uh we did go out and see uh the Doctor Strange movie.
1: Yeah. Did they did son like it?
0: Yeah, he did. It was uh Yeah, pretty, pretty much what I expected. <clears throat> I did like all the
1: the horror elements that
0: were added to it.
1: Yeah, I like the opening scene with that huge eyeball Cthulhu looking thing.
0: Oh, the, uh, yeah. The, the,
1: the reason I really liked Octopus it is because most of those things are usually filmed, like, in the dark, so it, everything is so hard to see. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, broad daylight when this fucking thing was out there.
0: Yep, you could see everything. And I just
1: looked everything. Like, you could Into see it. everything, yeah. It looked amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was a good, uh,. That was a good opening scene. And I did good, avoiding
1: spoilers. I didn't even know America was in the movie. I knew America was in it, and I knew there was the Illuminati. I just didn't know who was in the Illuminati except Professor yeah, X. because Which
0: Illuminati it was?
1: Well, yeah, I didn't know who was in it, which one was in it, but I knew Professor X was one of them because they had him in the preview doing voice. Patrick Stewart was in there and I'm like, Oh, okay. I know who that is. That's professor X. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I managed to avoid, like, I was really surprised to see one of my favorite characters in the Illuminati. Um, I, I, I was, there was two that I was pretty surprised to see in the Illuminati. I was surprised I avoided the spoiler on one of them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was it was really good.
0: And then Yeah, the rest I mean, I knew it was about Scarlet Witch already, so That
2: was Yeah, she's kind of so.
1: going to be a hard character to redeem for sure. She's already fucked up in the TV show, she manipulated all those people and then mm-hmm. Uh, she was trying to kill a child <laughs> for her own like uh, whatever you want to say it to to for her own kids yeah which didn't even exist just came out of her mind
0: yeah she's an interesting character it's like whatever you have a character that's that powerful. It's always more interesting when they're they're struggling with their own moral decisions, <laughs> and they they they're not just like a, a Superman good guy type person where they're like.
1: Well, Doctor Strange has kind of And are
0: struggling, or in her case.
1: Well, Doctor go, Strange go like,
0: far in the other direction. Fucked up shit.
1: Just to save Peter. Like mm. the needs if you're if you're looking at the needs of the many versus the needs of a few, I mean he's pretty selfish himself. So he's he's done things that aren't always looking out for the best of everybody's so, desires for yeah, sure. Yeah. Top Gun's really cool. Uh, I I found it really interesting, though, that uh, their choice to not identify the country in which they're fighting Mm -hmm. is very interesting.
0: I think that was the case in the first one, too, wasn't it?
1: No, that was Russian MiGs. I mean, it it was clearly Russia.
0: I don't think they ever said it, though.
1: They said MiGs.
0: But I don't think they said Russia. Uh, the, the MIGs could have been stolen, or I thought they had. The,
1: I thought they had the star emblem on the on the the planes. I th- it, it may have been the more, red,
0: a little more obvious, but I don't think they explicitly
1: like this one. The plane, it. the planes are real planes, but there's no like country symbol on them.
0: So they didn't even go. Yeah, it might, yeah, it might have been the first one. They didn't like explicitly say it, but there was enough there that you could tell. Could tell. But nowadays they're like, we can't even go that far now. They totally
1: obfuscated <laughs> it. Yeah. That could be the case. <coughs> Probably too, because they want to sell tickets overseas. Right. A lot, of, in, a lot of a lot of money is whatever, yeah.
0: they're fighting against whatever country you happen to hate. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Russia, I just started reading uh a a comic biography of Putin. Oh, really? By Daryl What's his last name? Cunningham, I think.
1: What is that? Who's the publisher?
0: <sighs> it might be Drawn in Quarterly. I got it from the library.
1: Is it is it good? Yeah,
0: it's really interesting. I mean, I don't know a lot about the history of Russian politics, so this is uh, teaching me.
2: I
1: I was learning a little bit about Rasputin because I saw Rasputin in that new uh, Mark Miller film. And uh, I wanted to understand, like, what his role was historically versus in this fiction piece, and it's pretty fascinating.
0: yeah, I imagine One thing oh, well, there's a lot of interesting things in this book. It, <clears throat> it it was interesting see learning how the the Russian oligarchs got all their money M- money yeah
1: how did they get it?
0: They got it because, and so you know this is this is my understanding of it, which isn't gonna be a complete understanding or completely accurate, but in broad strokes,
1: reading a comic book this is yeah. what you got out of the, <laughs> in broad the strokes, biography My understanding
0: right? is that the the state and I can't remember who was in charge at the time, but basically, so everything is owned. Was there, everything was owned by the state, right? All the TV stations, all of the businesses and stuff are all owned by the by the government. But they decided that they should also let people own the stuff too, in, in addition to the government. So they everyone, all the population, I don't know if it was everyone, but in any case, were given these vouchers for shares, like. These sh- this voucher is worth whatever, 10,000 shares in, say, this, uh, whatever, utility or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> so now all these people had it. But what the these business guys decided to do was, I think they must have borrowed a bunch of money, and then they purchased all the vouchers from people at a discounted rate, because they went to people and they said, like, hey, we'll give you whatever, $1,000 for that voucher. Yeah. And people are like, oh yeah, here I'll sell it, even though it's yeah, worth, because a thousand dollars right
1: now is worth more to them right. than these are people who what it would be time, worth in
0: the future, right? Right at the time they were wait, waiting in bread lines for food and they didn't have anything, yeah. they were completely broke, so any amount of money was great for them. So they sold all these, so these oligarchs got all got all these vouchers and owned and everything. ended up owning the companies. <laughs> so basically, they bought all of these like what were state owned companies for like
1: nothing it's kind of like the the re- realty business right now with housing <laughs> a lot of these companies are buying houses up yeah well that's probably yeah yeah
0: buying them at a, at a discount yeah so. yeah that's what i don't know if that was an intent of the fine or the uh, real estate collapse but give a bunch of people Loans when they, you know, they can't afford it. And when they default, just going and
1: buying the buy, yeah. buy the house from the bank
0: for nothing.
1: Yeah. Well, that's eventually the neighbors on the other side of us that's being rented by the, the family, that big family. That house was defaulted on Okay. by... See, we've had like three people in there after that family that defaulted, but they... That family just, I think they filed bankruptcy and they just vanished. Like they left.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they said we can't pay for it anymore. So. Yeah.
1: And then the bank took over, and now I think somebody else bought it from the bank, but I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, whoever, whoever's renting it out. Yeah. Or a company or someone did. Yep. Interesting stuff.
1: But that's why, like, in Russia, where you have... What's the title of this uh, comic? Do you you know? It's called Putin's Russia, The Rise of a Dictator. Does it get into his uh, KGB stuff? Yeah, it talks about how he
0: worked for the KGB. But they say, like... Officially this was his role, but they think it was they don't know what he was actually doing because that's all secrets, you know. <laughs> yeah. But in any case, no matter what he did for the KGB, he certainly had a lot of contacts and stuff, so Sure. He he knows how to he knows the right people to get things done.
1: see the the latest kickstarter i supported it's about jungle girls um
0: oh yeah like a digest of some yeah sort. it's
1: a digest size yeah i was like oh that's so fascinating
0: a jungle girls Digest. it's called
1: white heat comics
0: <laughs> white
1: yeah heat. I, i've been uh what I did last weekend, instead of doing all my homework, I I was like, you know what? I spend a lot of money on Kickstarters and I should read them as soon as they come out. So I got that stack and I just marathoned through a bunch of them.
0: <laughs> you know, if you didn't read one, we should read it for next time. Which one?
1: Burlap. Oh, I got to go find it.
0: Did you ever read the, the follow-up, second, no, second volume. Didn't. Yeah, we should read that.
1: Do you re- roughly to. remember when we received it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like now this we've...
1: ballpark.
0: Uh, six months ago.
1: Okay, so it would be in my one storage unit, my older one. Okay, I not go look for it there. I had, I had a, I didn't want to go to the storage unit last week because it's the. It was the end of the month and that's a lot of people moving. As a matter of fact there was like seven U Hauls there and I was like, I don't like to go yeah. when it's busy. And yeah. uh I went this weekend like early to to get the books because I needed to find the, the xenoscope books and I needed to find Until My Knuckles Bleed and what was the other one that I needed to get? There was one other one. And I still couldn't find until my knuckles bleed. Like I found issues oh, no. two and three. I could not find one. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I know I have it. I know it's there. Cause I really, I, I bought like cover D because it looked very like Frank Miller, like Sin City ish. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I really wanted that cover.
0: So you remember picking it up?
1: The only thing I could think of is it's in a pile here at the house because I said, I want to read that right away. And, I just looked through the piles I had and I couldn't find it, so I I, I bought it digitally just so I can read it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I was pleasantly surprised at the Comixology thing now that they got it all ironed out, you know, because I just went to Comixology.com I typed "Until My Knuckles Bleed" and it came up, and then I clicked the button, and then it was already in my Reader, you know it was it was already there to consume. It took a second, so I read until my knuckles bleed, and I, I really loved it. I, I I really loved it.
0: Yeah, it was good.
1: I think it looks so like Sin City-ish and Frank Miller. Even the black and whites, you know, I I actually love the black and whites. Because it starts off like he's, this guy was like a superhero back in the day. And he used to superhero with, I I think was his ex-wife. And uh, eventually age got a hold of him and now he's a bouncer at a strip club. And the art is just amazing. Like even when they have like shadows at the strip club and stuff like that, it's like just so good.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Isn't the is the black and white like the past and then the color of the present? Is that how he did it?
1: Yeah, the color is the present and the past is the black and white.
0: Yeah. And yeah, his art in here, is, yeah, it's so beautiful. It looks like... It's Darwin like a, Cook Frank, and Frank, Frank Miller. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those, uh, the black and white, Frank Miller pages are so nice. Oh my gosh.
2: They're
0: I so I
1: just love that like Sin City silhouette thing that he does. You know what I mean? It just looks so yeah. fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, like, for sure. there's the stripper on the pole and stuff, and it's like you don't actually see like every all the skin tone oh, or this, anything. Yeah, you just, just see the silhouette. silhouette, and you can see the hard yeah. hard nipples and <laughs> stuff it's just the lips and stuff and it's like wow this is amazing and he this poor guy like he just wants to get some money so he asks for a raise and the guy can't give him a raise because he says oh the internet's taking away all our money and I guess they had like Russian bosses so he's like I can't afford to give you a raise, and he's like, "Okay, I understand." And then I like how later on he goes to meet his.
0: Uh, yeah, he goes to a bar. Sex.
1: Oh, with his wife, yeah. Yeah. Right. And then they end up having sex again. <laughs> and she was the 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 superhero back in the black and white part of the comic. Right.
0: Yeah, she was his partner or whatever. And then he's talking about like all his injuries and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't tell us about the cost. Chronic pain, diseases, open wounds.
1: Yeah, because he almost had like a... Su- he was like a super soldier serum kind of thing, right? Yeah, he says my... They experimented on him. Yeah, the,
0: t- yeah it's, um, he says the old insertions of my tech armor arms burn like hell. So he had like armor that plugged into his body. But now the places it plugged in
1: hurt. <laughs> yeah. So he's suffering. Did you buy the singles on this one?
0: I don't think so.
1: I think it was only three issues.
0: No, I didn't. I, I decided. Yeah, for some reason I I didn't. I might have missed that it was three issues. But I'm actually looking forward to getting the the collection, just to have it on my shelf because it's so beautiful.
1: Yeah, Victor Santos. He's done I, other stuff, right? Like
0: he did uh, my, not Mouse Guard, the other one. What
1: was the other one called? I thought he did like a train one or something like that from RIDW. Mice Templar, that's what he did. Mice Templar. No, he with, didn't, did he?
0: I thought so. With uh, Owing, o- Oming. I don't know if he did. No, all that's of
1: it. A Brian Glass. Brian J L Glass and Michael Oming.
0: What am I thinking of then? I thought he did some of it. Maybe not all of it.
2: Victor. Yeah, he did.
0: I think he did later later volumes of it. Maybe just... well, Yeah, he did it with them.
1: Oh, he did it in volume two. As art.
0: Okay. Yeah, he came on... At the second volume is <clears throat> Yeah. And then I don't know. He's done something else too. Didn't he do one that was like a came out through like one of those services?
1: I don't know. I gotta find out. Let's see. This is gonna take up. a bit until my... Santos. He did something I just bought recently in hardcover. But uh let's see
0: search. Victor Sanson, he's a baseball player. I don't know.
2: I'm,
1: having, I'm not having luck.
0: It works. He did a lot of stuff in Spain. Here we go. Black Market. That was an image, right?
2: I don't, think, I don't
0: know if I ever read that. Filthy Rich. You did some Godzilla. Zombie. Demon Killer.
1: Polar. I mean That's the one I'm thinking about.
0: Oh, yeah. Polar. That's the one that was through some service, right?
1: <laughs> that one was that I I D W. Well, it was... The hardcovers came through IDW.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: <clears throat> or Dark Horse, one of the two. I like this guy. He he has to be heavy influenced by Frank Miller and Darwin Cook. He looks like a mashup oh, sure. of both of them. For sure. <clears throat> I gave this a 5 out of 5. I loved it.
0: Me too. I thought
1: as fuck, it was... It like... I read a lot of good books this weekend, like things that just really clicked with me. I don't know if I was in a mood or or what, but I was pretty gracious with my...
0: With your ratings?
1: With my ratings, which usually have been in the fours instead of the fives, but this yeah,
0: one... Yeah, I, uh, I think the last episode, I was, or maybe the one before, I was giving out the fives, and you're, you're resi- much lower than I yep so we'll see you might supersede me in this one
1: but it still bothers me that i couldn't find this book i it really i like i looked everywhere for it the first time i i was looking for a blaze for some reason i thought it was a blaze and then i i got to where a place in the storage unit where i had reception and i looked it up and i said oh it's behemoth i'll find it and i found two and three immediately in the new storage unit And then I said, oh, I just have to go to the other one and then look at the box prior under the A's and the B's. And uh, god dang it, I couldn't find it. Huh. But I'm glad I didn't, like, decide, oh, I'm not going to read it because I can't find it. I'm glad that I I read it.
0: You're right. Well, now you can read the other one, so. Someday you'll find.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking at the pages here.
2: They're amazing.
1: So my, <laughs> so
0: my, I'm flipping through the pages. I was like, oh. that's why I, I stopped mid sentence because I'm like, oh damn, that's so nice. He <laughs> puts a lot of panels into. But he
1: like even takes one of the stripter to the doctor. Like, there's that whole scene, and then the flashback with the how they made him a super soldier and then he's at he's with his buddies at the end but i i like how there's this one guy and he's on on the stage he's on the stage with the stripper and he grabs him and he says, "Well, I'm rich. I made a 3 million dollar deal. What have you done?" <laughs>
0: And there's what this at what, the end
1: of this. <clears throat> there's this one guy, the stripper like puts the ass like she's on the pole and she puts the ass in this guy's face and he's almost like puts her face on the ass and he just pulls him back <laughs> and stares at him and scares the shit out of him. At the end of it it was uh oh, he some woman's buddies.
2: Yeah,
0: he was at the bar, and then some woman came up to him and said, you're Gavin Hart, correct? And she says, I'm Special, special Agent Blah Blah from the Experimental Armory Recovering Unit.
1: When he was a superhero, he kind of looked like Cable. And he even signs at a Comic-Con. His name was The Damager.
0: Yeah, that's how it ends. He's signing comics (laughs) at a convention. And he
1: tells that guy, you shouldn't let your kid read this kind of comic. (laughs) That'll be 20 bucks. Yeah, I love this thing. This is great.
0: Yeah, I like stories about beaten down dudes who are past their former glory and he'll probably get pulled back into the It sounds like the the plot for a
1: samurai comic (laughs)
0: It's a good thing it's not a samurai
2: comic A guy that gets
1: pulled back into the action The samurai
2: Mm-hmm
1: Somebody won't buy Samurai Comics. It's got Samurai in the. He co- won't do it. <clears throat> so, uh, what else do you want to talk about? Which was the next book?
0: Well, the next one on my pile is All Guts, No Glory from Zenoscope. You want to do that
1: i like that one a lot too i gave that a five out of five
0: <laughs> this one was three issues
1: and i got all three issues from the xenoscope what did i give it five out of five see i can't believe this is what throws me off about you i can't <laughs> believe you love this one and you didn't love digger because i i think they're very similar Digger was that Action Lab one. Yeah, I remember. But they're kind of like one, Monster Hunters. These guys are like the cleanup the cleanup guys. After the Monster Hunters go in and slaughter all the monsters. I think that this one,
0: the first issue had ended on a better hook than Digger did. Cuz this one at the end they so they the the, the concept with this one. So yes, yeah, this fa it's father and son, right? No. Oh no, uncle
1: No, No. it's the... Okay, uh, let me explain this to you. Okay, so this kid has a guidance counselor that's dating the mom. Right. And he got him this job with this other guy, which he goes out on and cleans uh, the messes that the monster hunters make. So he got the job through his guidance counselor, who's dating his mom. Dating his mom, right. (laughs) And then the, so there's first, that complexity too, because uh, right. he, he goes to school and the guidance counselor is like trying to help him do things. And he's well, like, and
0: the guidance counselor, correct me if I'm wrong, but thinks it's just a house cleaning job. Yeah. no, it's a monster. He has, he has no thing. clue what's <laughs> really
1: going on.
0: Right. Yeah. So his mom and the guidance counselor just think he's cleaning houses but in reality, so the first place they go is after the the elite squad of fighters have wiped out a zombie manifestation. Yeah, zombies. <clears throat> and then the second oh, one. That was at a. Yeah, the first one was like at a, a lab, right? Some scientists yeah. accidentally created zombies, <laughs> so they had to go in and kill them all. And then this kid and. The dude going and clean up the mess left behind, which means he takes a chainsaw and has to like cut up all the zombies.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Put them into bags.
1: So he's a hardworking kid because he goes to school full time and then he he gets these this job, which takes up most of his time, and he becomes infatuated. Like, oh man, I want to be a monster hunter. Uh, it turns out that the guy that's doing the cleaning is an ex like monster hunter that's pretty badass in his own uh, Yeah he's way. Re-
0: he's retired and well now he's doing the cleaning doesn't want to be part of the
1: So the, the next main team. The, the next hit is on a vampire uh enclave where they they want right. to take down and they get there and they find a live Beautiful female vampire like that was just bit, and they don't
0: yeah at first and they at first he opens the she's in the closet and he opens the door and he's like,
2: Oh
1: my
0: gosh, are you okay because it's just a a beautiful yeah. woman, but then her fangs come out <laughs> and, like, and
1: then they're like, well, Whoa. let's kill it, and then he realizes the kid wants to give this person a chance he's like, Well I read the manuals, and I know if you kill whoever created her that
0: yeah, in the she'll first have, seventy-two hours or whatever. Yeah,
1: she'll turn back o- only if she hasn't d- drank oh, blood yet. Yeah,
0: if she hasn't had a victim yet.
1: And she didn't, so they 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 kind of like team up with this vampire and try to redeem her, get her back to her human form. And the vampire that turned her, <laughs> I, I thought it was funny because he's like. Uh, an 80s singer like he's always singing 80s songs with the saxophone yeah. like he's got the <laughs> saxophone like lost boys right and he, he's like singing like oh sherry from <laughs> steve perry and like he mystifies like middle-aged women because yeah, they're like factuated because
2: middle-aged
1: women. <laughs> and they all like fall in love with him because they and he's really like this fat dude like he's he's not a well-fit dude he's just He's got that vampire Kervorka, or whatever you want to call it, where it just draws their uh, sexual desires. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, so they try. Yeah, he's tried... very
0: popular at his concerts. Oh well, yeah,
1: they... he, he got he got a job at the school too. At the school dance, yeah, where the, the kid dance. is supposed to, do, you know, play. I really like this one. I knew all the songs he was playing too. Yeah.
0: Kurt Julius. Oh, he's a he's a magician. He's a magician as well. Yeah. <laughs> so he does magic acts while he sings '80s music. And
1: even the girl that's a vampire now. She was, like, hanging out with her old aunts and stuff like that because they had taken her to the concert. And uh, he even, like, says, are you sure you want me to bite you or whatever? And she goes, yes, please. And then she she gets bit and turns into a vampire. But uh, when they do supposedly take him out, which we find out that they didn't, but um, she didn't turn back. And there's a couple of times when she her bloodlust got the better of her and she went after the kid.
0: Yeah, she wanted to bite him.
1: And then and then there's those mercenaries that are the monster hunters and the guy loses his arm and they find out that uh, the the one cleaner fights with them and cuts off that guy's arm and then they're trying to get vengeance on the cleaners. So they're also
2: trying to track
1: they're trying to track down the cleaner and the boy uh to get revenge
0: yeah but they don't know he's not an ordinary cleaner right
1: they They didn't know he found it he's kind of like a founder of the monster hunters but he's like even in the i I like the scene it's got like slight humor to it like there's that scene where he's at his house and you're Feels this gurgle in his stomach, and he's like, "Oh God, I gotta go take a shit," <laughs> and he goes to the outhouse. And then those three dudes are like, "Oh, we're gonna kill this guy." They're like, "Come out of the outhouse," and he like blows the shit out of them. Like he sets the bombs off, and
0: <laughs> yeah, these bombs. And leaves.
1: Yeah.
0: And then at the school, the uh, I think it was the wasn't it the guidance counselor got the kid to wear a a paperclip costume for the uh, assembly.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he didn't show up. He didn't do it. He chickened out. He got into the costume. Though. He got into the costume at the dance. The Halloween dance. He got into the costume and then the girl was like, yeah, go do this. You know, your guidance counselor wants you to do it because he promised he would do it and then he chickened out. Yeah, He's he like, out. I can't do this because his face was showing in the paperclip costume. So he's like, everybody will know who I am. I really like this one, man. This is good. I, I I read it, it, was, it from was beginning to end yeah. and I couldn't stop. And I was like, man, I want to read more Xenoscope. And the art was really good too. Oh, the art was beautiful.
0: The artist is Jordi Tarragona and it was written by Ralph Tedesco.
1: Yeah. I liked it a lot. And did you see the reference to Man, Goat, and Bunny Man? Oh my gosh, I almost <laughs> fell out of my chair. <laughs> yeah, it,
0: it's in the same world as
1: as Man, Goat, and, Man, Bunny, Goat Man. and
0: Bunny Man. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I was so happy to see that.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I
0: have no idea.
2: <laughs> I was
0: like, yes.
1: Well, it's perfect. It, it fits
0: in with that because it's like you got the monsters, but you also got the. And the action, and you also got the humor.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, this is really good. I love these. uh... Xenoscope's doing a lot of these, like, three-issue... And these are... It's three issues, but the issues themselves are, like, 40 pages each, so...
1: Oh, this was... These books were dense.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, it,
1: there was a lot of text. There was a lot of material in it. Like, I, I can honestly say, you feel like you get your money's worth on these books. There was a lot yeah, of content. Well,
0: like this one, 38 pages, that's... Yeah. Almost two issues.
1: And the other one was 36. 36, yeah, so it, 36, at least, 38. Uh,
0: It would normally probably be a five-issue series, so... But, and I like these because they they ex- it seems like they exist outside of the grim universe but they exist kind of in their own universe at least this one in goatman
1: yeah but i think it's like the grim universe just in general like there like there's a continuity in them in all those books
0: yeah so you think they're still part of the i still think they're larger... part of the
1: grim universe yeah yeah I just think if of all the books that they put out that Man-Goat and Bunny-Man, it fits right in. Like, it's just right in there.
0: There. So I wouldn't be surprised to have a crossover between All Guts No Glory and Man-Goat and Bunny-Man. Because Man-Goat and Bunny-Man have a new series that's coming out.
1: Or maybe we'll see them in there.
0: Maybe. Good stuff. I love it.
1: Yeah, see, I have all these Polar... Well, I have Polar Zero and Polar Hardcover One, so i I got to dig them out. Because I want to read this Victor Santos, too. Like.
0: Yeah, I need to pick... I don't think I have Polar. I need to get
1: that. This guy's good, but this, I I don't know if we have any other Zenoscope books to cue on. But that last one we read by the Goldberg, the the one with the ghost, that was fantastic. Okay. And then Man yeah, Goat, Man too. Goat and Bunny Man. I know that's that fantastic.
0: Three home runs. Yeah. In a row from Zenoscope. Goes
1: Zenoscope. Crazy. So, we read a lot of Marvel comics in this batch. We have three of them.
0: Yeah, let me find my Marvels. Here we go. One, two, uh oh. What was three? Oh, wait, there it is. Three. What do you want to talk about first?
1: Uh, I could do Spider Punk. Spider Punk. This is the Bill Bomer spider. <laughs> this is what if you look at the cover to number one, that's Bill's Ooh. outfit. His Canadian outfit yes, in high is. school. Without the spider piece. But yeah, you had the, the mask, sp- you yeah, had the spikes mask. on your head and your, the belt <laughs> the belt, right? And the converse.
0: <laughs> yeah, converse belts.
1: And the wristbands.
0: That wasn't high school though that was col- that was college
1: and then the vest
0: I never had a vest. I had a jeans jacket though I didn't have a jeans vest.
1: There you go, but this I wasn't
0: is... a superhero, so I didn't need my arms to be free <laughs>
1: <laughs> This is written by Cody Ziegler with art by Justin Mason, and uh I think. This is Hobie Brown as Spider-Punk and I think he came out his first appearance in Spider-Verse somewhere. Yeah, I believe so. I like this world. I, I like that it was like a post-apocalyptic dystopia that was punk-related kind of like Craven and his hunters uh, they're sort of like destroying stuff in the city and then you have a, a Native American, Captain America, Carl Morning Dew, the sentinel of the Kalitz Nation.
0: Captain Anarchy.
1: Yeah, Captain Anarchy.
0: Yeah, Craven is a Nazi punk.
1: He's like hired by somebody to destroy stuff.
0: Yeah, he comes. He's him and his gang are coming after Spider Punk, and they try to get. They try to find out who hired him, but I don't think he ever tells them.
1: And they even have uh, Iron Heart in here, like their version of Iron Heart.
0: Yeah. And then yeah, so the other thing I didn't like is so they fought Craven and his guys early on and kind of beat them and they ran off, and then the, later they come back again and have another fight with them. And I felt I just saw them fight, and I gotta, now I gotta see them fight again.
1: Yeah, but then you got the cliffhanger where they sort of took them out and then. You find out that the guy behind it is Taskmaster, their version of Taskmaster.
0: Yeah, it's a, a Misfits version of Taskmaster. With the devil lock or whatever you call it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I gave it a four out of five. I liked it.
0: Yeah, it was entertaining. I can't remember. I might have given it a three out of five.
1: And then we had Electra One Hundred
0: by Anasenti. I love Anasenti. You know, I was so happy that so I thought I I knew this was like kind of like an anthology type thing with different stories, but I was pleasantly surprised to see that ninety percent of this issue was just the Anasenti story.
1: Yeah, same. I was like, yes. <laughs> it was like a an extra sized issue of it too, or like what, it was kind of like a. The Zenoscope book, like thirty some pages.
0: Yeah, it was, it was pretty. It was thick, yeah, thicker.
1: And I liked it. it was like a, um, a fight between uh, currently in comics, Kingpin's woman is uh, Typhoid Mary, and uh, it's a battle between Elektra and Typhoid Mary. Right. And this artist is, I liked him a lot. Sid yeah, it's, Cotain.
0: Yes, yeah, Cotain.
1: I love his art. Yeah, I like I like uh, I like his
0: choices in terms of the angles he uses.
1: That, like that second the, that second page.
0: Yeah, that's the one I was going to point out. The second page. That's a brilliant
1: like layout. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, because it's Electra jumping down on Ty- Typhoid Mary, but it, the camera's like below Typhoid Mary, so you're looking up at the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful page. Yeah, so this kind of gets into Typhoid Mary's remembering her past.
1: And her multiple personalities, and she was tied into Electra. I guess they were in the same kind of like orphanage or something. Yeah,
0: for a little while, yeah.
1: I I love this book and I, I like I I just think it was like a perfect book because I love the cover, like the Panosian cover, like that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh the cover A is just amazing. I love the interior art and then mm-hmm. Anna Senti is just rocking it, like she's telling a good story.
0: Yeah, and these are characters she's written before, so yeah. So we're kind of returning to them. Yeah, I liked it a lot.
1: I gave this one a five out of five. I even liked the back matter, um, because the back matter shows the hundred cover gallery, like how did they got to a hundred issues?
2: Yeah, the so covers. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> and then there's a short Daredevil story about their relationship, where they like dance to have sex, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, She ends up stabbing him. But uh, there's the mini marvels by Chris Giaruso, who's usually doing Savage Dragon, right? He does a lot of stuff in Savage Dragon. Yeah, he does. And that was pretty funny. I thought the humor beats in there about all the people that have been Daredevil. They're called Daredevils. <laughs> I like that. And then mm-hmm. I like, like, the Ninja Super Stories, which is, like, the electric company. Yeah. And there was a short stick and a dagger.
0: Yeah, so, uh,
1: like, Hager the Horrible.
0: Yeah, Hager and uh Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. Parod- parodies.
1: I just thought it was a perfect package. Like, there was nothing that let me down in it. That's why I rated it so high.
0: Yeah, I gave it a four out of
1: five. I gave it a five out of five. I was I'm yeah. a five You're out. You're very fives. generous
0: this week. Yeah. yeah. Then we have Punisher, number one.
1: This one I gave a five out of five to. From
0: Jason Aaron.
1: <laughs> I gave this four out of five. I really like where this is going. Um, I already started reading the second issue too. I just probably read the rest of it this morning. Yeah, I like this one a
0: lot because it it was a well well told story, and I like that one page where well, it kind of opens with the you know usual flashback of his family getting killed in the park. But then there's like a double-page montage, mo- yeah, montage of all the co- a bunch of Daredevil covers of the different uh, iterations of of Punisher over the years. And I recognize a lot of these.
1: This is by Jason Aaron, Jesus Seiss, and uh, Paul Azaceta. And I like these Apostles guys. These are pretty cool. They're like weapons dealers. And then in in Greece. And Punisher takes them out.
0: Yeah the opening scene. So it's him going into a warehouse. And. Killing a bunch of dudes.
1: With swords.
0: (laughs) Yeah with swords.
1: And you find out that. Frank Castle is leading the hand, which is a interesting. We've seen Elektra lead the hand. I think we've seen Daredevil lead the hand. Now he's seeing Punisher do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then you're told told the story of how, what's that one woman's name?
1: uh the the one woman of the hand
0: yeah the head woman yeah how she uh brought she sort of... brought the punisher in
1: yeah i don't remember what her name is
0: which she basically gave him a challenge where she sent a bunch of <laughs> hand soldiers to to fight the punisher knowing full well that <laughs> the punisher was going to kill them all
1: And then that last page on the end is pretty amazing.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. The twist at the end, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I really like
0: this. Yeah, I guess that shows how how she got Punisher to join them.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They gave this a four out of five. Did I already say that?
1: Yeah. And I gave it a five out of five. My ratings are correct. Bills are not quite there.
0: (laughs) Kind of close, but not quite there. (laughs) It is weird, though. It's like sometimes the difference between a four and a five is just your state of mind when you read it.
1: (laughs) I I agree. I I, I guess I was in a very reading mood, too, because. I mean, just across the board, even the stuff I was reading for DC Spotlight, I I really loved. I, like, loved it.
0: That's good. That's a good place to be.
1: Yeah. And we have some more exciting comics.
0: Yes, we have exciting comics.
1: 12, 13, and 14. Is that what I was supposed to read? Yeah. Right. Nature Boy's back as Nature Man.
0: Yes. And I liked in this one, I don't remember, I don't think they've done this in, well, maybe they did it for that one woman character, but I like on the inside cover, they show a couple of covers of the old Nature Boy series and kind of explain what Nature Boy was. So it says Nature Boy is a superhero created by Siegel and drawn by John Musima and others. He first appeared in Nature Boy Number 3 from Charlton Comics. So I like it when they tie it back to the original material.
1: Yeah, the inside cover for the next two tell you how to submit stuff, too. Like, if you want to be in exciting comics.
0: Yep, they give you the rules of how to submit.
1: The liquor could be in exciting comics.
0: Except it has to be in color, so the liquor is disqualified.
1: I don't think they're hard on that, though, because if I just got my last two issues of horror comics and there's like a Dracula two part and they're black and white. And Ninja Ono was black and white, too. And it didn't have to be because the Kickstarter was was color.
0: (laughs) But that's horror comics.
1: I I thought could have sworn we had like one or two black and white comics in here. That's exciting. Yeah, but that is one of their rules.
0: Maybe they'll break the rules for the liquor. They could. They're like, This is so good. We have to print it black and white. <laughs> but Nature Man is in color, and I like how it opens with Nature Man digging his way out of. The grave of Nature Boy.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: So he is Nature Boy no more.
1: And then taking a visit to the gods who granted him his powers. <laughs> I fucking love how like when he uses a power he said okay I'm using this power. And then I'm using Neptune's this power. And then I'm using the fire. And then there's that one guy he hangs out with and he's like why are you announcing it all the time? he's like well that's the way we used to do it
2: (laughs) (laughs) that was funny
0: (laughs) yeah because it it was noticeable that he was doing it Yeah, and the kid's like why do you keep saying what you're going to do before you do it (laughs) yeah he's like that's how we do it (laughs)
1: because he has like uh, King Neptune the ruler of the sea Queen Eartha ruler of the earth King Fura ruler of fire Queen Azura ruler of the skies Queen Frigga, ruler of the cold. King Gusto, ruler of the wind. Queen Electra, ruler of electricity. And Queen Allura, ruler of love.
0: And I love the, the names of the gods. They're so like on the nose. Yeah. King Gusto.
1: <laughs> <laughs> King Fura. Kind of does look like a blowhard, too. <laughs> King Gusto, yeah. the wind. He'd probably blow a fart.
0: Queen Electra. I do like the art in this, too.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Zillin Costa.
1: And the writer is Dan Sen. Yep, he does a lot of stuff. For exciting comics. Yeah, he does the Big House Blues, too which is the next story about the prison guy that went there that was the shapeshifter that got uh killed during a uh uprising, a prison uprising.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is kind of focusing on the guards and introduces two other heroes into the fray. Jake Mayhem and uh Reverso who has he has interesting ability to reverse anything he encounters. He could turn light into darkness, heat into cold, and by reversing gravity, he can even fly.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And this one uh, has a story of Nothing Man, which continues the story of that naked guy just showing up at that...
2: (laughs) Girl, women's...
1: the girl with the short shorts a, lodge, <laughs> in a, <yeah>. a storm. <laughs> There's a, a fucking ice storm going on, and she comes out in her little short shorts and rescues him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep, it's good to see that she's still. Yep, she's still wearing a little tiny shirt, short shorts. Yeah. Giving him coffee to warm up,
1: and it seems like they're just on the outskirts of a major city. And there's, like, a superhero uprising in that city.
0: Yeah, there's stuff going on. What did I write? (coughs) Oh, yeah. So the city is being controlled by the Hyprids. Those are the people with powers. After disappearance of their leader, Hyperius. Which is presumably him.
1: He looks like he has some split personalities, though, or something going on.
0: Oh, yeah, because this kind of jumps between... So he he's seeing the story on the news or in the newspaper or whatever. I guess both. And then he kind of has a flashback of when he was a kid. And I don't know if it was his brother or what. Yeah, He says, don't be a bully, brother. They're the same as us. They're the same as us. We're better than them. They should bow before us. Yeah, so we don't know... you. Which one he is and which his brother is.
1: Yeah, because they look similar.
0: Don't be scared, Zane. I'm here. And then they have a little sister who's missing an arm. So it looks like there's three kids in this family with powers. Yeah. We don't know yet who the guy with amnesia is.
1: I do want to hang out with the girl with short shorts, though.
0: Yeah, well, you, could, you could do the trek through the snow and go to her place, and she'll let you in with her crop top and short shorts.
1: Yeah. Camilio a Ale- This is the third part of the story about the like, – I think there were magicians where – And the I can't one, remember. The one guy shows up, and he's got the ability to fly. And uh it looks like in this this story uh he's going to join them, and he has other abilities, not just flying abilities, like this guy hits <laughs> his hand with the hammer he's drill- like it yeah, starts was... to drill his eye, <laughs> so
0: this is really weird like <coughs> this is, the story kind of lost me when so yeah, he's telling so he, he showed. so. In our in the last issue, he was flying around the city and got lost, but then he saw like a church or whatever and figured out where he was. So he comes back to their apartment here. The so last time they saw him, he was flying around in the bathroom and couldn't figure out how to land, but then he escaped. So they're reunited with him, and he says – he's explaining how he learned to fly by looking at like the image on his phone or whatever, and he doesn't know how it means – he said, did you get any revelations in your dream after you saw that thing? And he said, wait, I didn't sleep since then. I've been awake for three straight days. I didn't sleep, no nap, and I feel great. And the guy says, you're invulnerable. Put your hand on the table and let's try this. And he hits it with a hammer. It's like, dude, you didn't know he was invincible.
1: <laughs> well, that, I mean, there's one thing about hitting your hand with a hammer, but he gets like a power drill, drill and drills it drills into his eye, eye. socket. <laughs> <laughs> <I
0: know. laughs> I'm like, just because he hasn't slept for three days, <laughs> so that you think you make the leap that, oh, you must be invincible. It hits, uh, hits his hammer, hits his hand with a hammer, and it sticks a drill in his eye. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I'm glad I'm not friends with you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow. It's like, I am <clears throat> I hope that happens someday where you're like, man, I haven't slept in three days. I'll say I wonder if
1: you're invincible. Let me grab that at drill the and convention. Your eye. I've gone three straight days, and then you get your power drill, and you're like, "Well, I, let's check it out." Yeah, you must be invincible. Let's. How can we test that? Oh, I know. I'll drill an eyeball with a drill. You can so fly. Sure. And you haven't slept in three days. Let's put a. Let's hammer time.
0: That's right. Let's hammer this nail into your eye. It will prove once and for all. There's no other way to prove it. except by taking out your eye. That was funny.
1: And then uh, the next issue introduces a new story. Oh, I also liked that. Why? Okay, so
0: so apologies to the writer for mocking your story like this, but the sister was there when he was explaining it, right? Yeah. So she's there when he arrives at the apartment, saying he feels great. And then, her husband starts hitting him with a hammer, drilling his eye. What is she <laughs> doing during this? She goes and takes a shower while he's doing this. <laughs> well, wouldn't she you? She comes back from her shower. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, you're gonna drill his eye? I'm gonna just go take a shower." <laughs> she doesn't try to stop him. She goes and takes a shower.
1: That sounds like a good thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> She's
0: like, you guys are crazy. I'm going to go take a shower. Tell me when it's over.
2: <clears throat> so
1: 13. Do you want to take a little break? Just a five-minute break. Sure. I'll go grab a cheer wine. Yeah. All right. All right. Be right back. 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 Yeah. I'm back. All right. I was getting a case of uramycitosis. What? I was getting a bad case of uramycitosis. I needed a pee. And you got a Belvita Belveeta? I got a Nutrigrain bar. Oh. Strawberry and squash. It's like you're at a convention and you're prepared. You always take snacks. Gotta bring snacks. And you like to eat in front of me and not offer any.
0: Otherwise I'll lose my energy. Yeah. Cons take a lot out of me. It's too much stimulation.
1: Yeah, I I think for me it would too, especially now. Like, uh. I'm so much older now, I'd be exhausted.
0: <clears throat> but I look forward to my next convention
1: Heroes, Car- Heroes Con 2023.
0: I <laughs> will be going. I am going to go to C2E2. What,
1: what time of year is that this year? I think it's in August. Really? I believe so.
0: And I I think I will do my Friday and Sunday
1: pattern. I know. uh, Skip Saturday. I know Kirk's at a con right now in Tallahassee. Ooh. And Rob went to a con yesterday in uh, where was he? Niagara Falls Comic Con. Oh. He basically said. He didn't get much, an old flash he needed, a few dollar comics, and a handful of Sergeant Rocks. If one of my family gets, if no one in my family gets COVID after this, it's a miracle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did he not wear a mask?
1: I don't know, I didn't ask. I might have got it. I might be, I'm kind of sick right now, so I don't know what I I have, but. You might have. I'll take a test and see what happens.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, it doesn't look like if we're ever going to get rid of it. So I think this is just how it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, you try to avoid it, but occasionally you're going to get it. And luckily it's... This, have, you, uh, have you
1: gotten your fourth shot yet or no? I have not. Me neither. <coughs> I was waiting for the fall. Um, That's what I was doing. Although now it seems
0: like numbers are... Just keeping keep up. climbing. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Exciting Comics 13. 13. This is a uh, supermodel girl. Yeah, my favorite, my favoritely named
0: superhero in exciting comics, supermodel girl. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a uh, uh, an Antarctic Press regular, Rod Espinosa. He's done a lot of stuff for them over the years.
1: Does he do the art, too? or? I believe so. Yeah, because the art looks real familiar to me.
0: Yeah, he does kind of like a manga style. And this is about, let me look at my notes.
1: Some monster dude, big dude, is attacking. Uh, yeah, kind of looks like ru- a juggernaut.
0: He escapes prison and he's trashing the city. So supermodel girl.
1: His name is World Ender.
0: Oh no. Yeah, and she's fighting tomorrow. He's fighting Tomorrow Girl, but she's getting her ass beaten.
1: And then there's that witch, witch looking that rides a broomstick.
0: Yeah, Mimi. I'll call her Mimi the witch girl. Takes Tomorrow Girl and they escape. <clears throat> and then there's... He's still finding the red kilt girl. I mean, red hair, red-headed kilt girl. And Tomorrow Girl goes back to her their base and tries to get supermodel girl to come help, but she's playing a video game.
1: (laughs) And this dude ruins her beanie babies and she goes nuts.
0: Yeah. Because, yeah, the magic girl, in order to get supermodel girl to go help fight the monster, she transports her beanie babies to the middle of the city. Where they get trashed. And my only question was, why did she actually transport them? Couldn't she have just made them invisible and say she transported them? I don't know. <laughs> why does she have to risk the beanie babies? What she does.
1: Maybe that's her motivation.
0: Yeah. My note here said, it seems like it was part of a bigger story.
1: I wonder if this is the same guy that draws Patriotica.
0: No, it's not. Okay. I
1: can't
0: remember what he's known for. Rod Espinosa. I know he's had like a bunch of like one-shot type things from Antarctic Press. Yeah, I think he did, like, a Wizard of <clears throat> Oz, maybe. Mm.
2: Or, like, a...
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember.
0: But then we get part two of
1: Nature Man. Yeah, I like this one. He goes to get a haircut. His buddy says, man, he needs a haircut. So he gets a, a pretty hairdo. A very 80s looking... Let's see, 70s. 70s? Is that where they did the, the the feathered feathered hair? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Maybe it was early 80s, but yeah, he gets feathered hair, <laughs> and the kids are like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> He's like, "What? This is the fashion." I I, I had my fe- he- hair feathered in middle school, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I think used to so- blow dry my hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. I think that. Uh, There's some photos of me in grade school (laughs) where it wasn't feathered, but it was parted down the middle and like brushed back, so it was kind of like feathered on the sides. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. I love it. So he goes with his feathered hair to fight a. They get attacked by like a giant robot.
1: I was confused between this issue and the next issue because the robot attacks already then and they said, Just yes, my powers they're gone, but in the next issue I didn't see his powers gone at all. No, he figures out how to use them in the next issue. <clears throat> uh and next issue of nothing man.
2: Yeah he's nothing gonna man
1: continues. He's gonna go into a uh, town. And stop these uh, hybrids, the Brotherhood of Hybrid, which came into power as soon as that superhero left, which is him. At least we think it's him.
2: Yeah.
0: And then we learn there's some agency in Colorado who have...
1: Chaotica in captivity. I, I like, like, like her design. It's got like a cyber arm and. <laughs> tape over her boobs. Tape over her boobs and.
2: Look, her like boobs a are like. I
0: like her. The boob meat is falling out of the. <laughs> the, the tape. The for tape. And I like her, she's wearing like something that, around her waist. But then there's like an extra belt for no reason, also around her waist.
1: Yeah, I don't know why that belt's there. It's not holding anything up. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> holding her hips in? I don't know.
0: Well, I'm looking at her, her tape brassiere. It looks like it has some kind of chain hanging off of it, too. It's great.
1: <laughs> <This> is great. <laughs> and then she's got those boots that go all the way up to her knees yeah past her knees Chaotica (laughs) (laughs) what's not to understand Gunner I'm giving you the greatest weapon the coalition has has under its control I'm giving you a god
0: oh my god Chaotica.
1: And then the big house blue fo- focuses on uh, the the one main uh, guard at the prison who's talking to Doubleheader. Matter of fact, this Doubleheader scene seems like it repeats itself in issue three.
0: Yeah, I was going to comment on that. It's it's kind of interesting. It's weird, isn't it? Cause, well, I guess we could talk about it here. So in this one, he like... So in this... In part 5 here he's talking to the the double header and they're talking about how the camera's like glitched out when the attack took place. And then the uh what's his I don't even know his name. Double header? No, the other guy, Lee. He goes home to his wife and kids, so it shows them at home. But then in the next issue in 14, they show the exact same pages, but the home scene continues to where he like bangs his wife yeah which is not in this issue
1: it's weird, isn't it? it's really weird
0: it's almost <laughs> like they said hey he, the the guy was like, hey well, you didn't put the the uh, additional pages in they're like okay, we'll reprint it with the pa- additional pages <laughs> it's
1: like you gotta put that in he
0: bangs his wife
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I drew all those cool scenes. <laughs> he gets to play with his like, kids and play the dinosaur. He, he plays the dinosaur where the kids grab on his leg and he's like, "Ah, I'm the dinosaur. Oh, I gotta put my kids. <laughs> gotta put my kids to bed." And then he's like, "Ooh, dinosaur need pretty lady." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so how did you cut those pages out? <laughs> Classics. <laughs> you gotta put them back yeah. in okay I'll do I'll that put them back in. <laughs> With some, just change the words on a couple other panels <laughs> <laughs> this uh, number 14 I really like this sumo boy thing I really liked it because I just think the concept is so fucking cool this guy weighs a ton like he's a little boy yeah. <laughs>
0: there's another dan- damn scene
1: again <laughs> I like how he goes to his desk and he's like, I have to concentrate. Yeah, he, can't, have to sit, use the he can't sit on his desk Gets to uh, hover over it. Because <laughs> he wears a ton, so he's like in sumo pose. And then he gets distracted and the desk just falls apart. Yeah. He
0: gets distracted by a girl. He gets sent to the principal's office.
1: Because they, he destroyed a desk. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I
0: know. Yeah, because what do they think happened? Like, obviously, you think there's something wrong with the desk. You wouldn't blame the kid. Like,
1: no, go to the principal's office. Yeah, what do you like? What do they think the kid smashed? The kid his just desk. sat sat down and it exploded. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another. Fell apart. Go to the. <laughs> there's another troublemaker at the principal's office. And he gets to meet the hall monitor and the other guy goes in the principal's office and i guess his butler which is an automated robot comes in and says threat detected i guess he was threatening the the boy the boy yeah and the butler comes in and causes all hell but they have to change the settings on the back of the butler to be continued I liked it a lot. I just thought the concept and the way the story beats went. I was like, this this is entertaining as hell. <laughs> I liked that. Yeah, I one. liked it. I liked it too. I gave it a four out of five. Do you rate each one?
0: Uh not always. I grade the, the number ones I do.
1: I uh <clears throat> I gave this the whole series a four out of five. <clears throat> yeah, overall I would give it a four out of five. It's pretty a pretty good anthology. I like I like how like the stories are in different places, and they always introduce another story. And it's yeah, like a it's, true anthology. I like it.
0: Yeah, I think it's well well done as as an anthology. Man, the Dan scene did Sumo Boy, Nature Man, and Big House Blues in this issue. <laughs> <laughs> it is all of them except for Nothing, man. So in what do we see in nature? Bo-
1: nature man. He remembers how to use his power. That's where he goes back to his company, right? Crandall Industries with his friend. He fights the robot. He remembers he's the takes out the robot. The robot knew his name. He says David. That leads him to Crandall Industries where he decides to break it, break in. Zaps a security guard and says, "You know, this is my company. My parents own this."
0: Yeah, he says, "I am David Crandall. David Crandall, Floyd's Floyd Floyd Crandall's son. Became
1: a hero." I like how you try to do an old man voice, like an old security guard. That's pretty impressive.
0: That's that's what I'm gonna sound like in a few years. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that
1: you won't even have to try, right? <laughs> so it will come out. Uh, will we,
0: remember we read that story about David Crandall? <laughs> what was that comic called? You Did don't you even comics?
1: You don't even remember from week to week. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> remember Big... in issue issue fourteen? There's a new character, Superboy. <laughs> what was his deal? You ate a ton.
1: And we, we sort of already beat uh, Big House Blues over the...
0: Yeah, so here we get the this, additional the... pages of him yeah, playing dinosaur with his kids.
1: It's so and weird, it's... though. That scene is the same. Yeah, the opening, I think... Those is the two exact pages same, are yeah. the exact same art. I
0: think the three or four pay four pay first four are the same. And then we get the additional pages. Yeah, you're right, of him playing T Rex with his kids. And then making sweets to carrying his wife.
1: And he says, Oh, that I that got, got, that got your dinosaur right here. Oh. Oh yeah. Burn out. That's
0: my line. I got your dinosaur right here. Right here. <laughs> Right here, baby. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that one ends. So that's what. Yeah, so that. Does it even say that this is like the next part? No, it doesn't even say that. This is almost like. I don't know. I don't know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's the beginning of the story from the last issue. Because the last issue went farther than.
1: It went went farther than the dinosaur, yeah.
0: That was very strange.
1: And this uh, nothing man, he's remembering his past, and she says, are you psychotic, or are you... uh... I pulled you from the snow naked, dressed you, managed to get a decent conversation from you, and now you can't tell me what you're thinking about? <laughs> I like how her ass is like hanging out of her jeans. Like <laughs> the left cheek and the right cheek. Yeah, On the her, top. Her, it's not so coming low. out of the bottom. It's coming yeah, out of the top. Her jeans are so low cut, yeah. <laughs> and if you look at the the panel to the right, like <laughs> her boobs look like Her boobs have grown, yeah. (laughs) They they, they like grew grew like five times. Yeah. Her
0: boobs grew and her (laughs) butt has grown out of her pants. (laughs) So that must be her superpower. I think she's gotten better looking too.
1: Yeah. Is
0: there a different artist or something in this one?
1: It does look like it's colored or does look slightly different. John
0: Rhodes. I thought that was only looking twelve.
1: Maybe the colorist or inks are different. This guy has That could be. You got me curious now. Nothing, man. Let's see.
0: I found nothing, man. Oh man, the writing's too small. I can't read it. <laughs> Dan, Ro- pencils. That's Dan Rhodes. Inks by. I can't read that. It's too small.
1: Big City Blues. I don't see nothing, man, in this one. Is <sighs> it in here? Oh, it's page 19. After I'm Na- Nature. Man. Okay, I can read this. I can...
0: Okay, this one... Story
1: by N.S. Kane. That matches John Rhodes. Did he do it? Yep. Yeah, Steve he did it. Sprayson.
0: Yeah, Sprayson. It's, it's the same.
1: Abby Smith. Yeah, it's the same team. It looks different, though. It's like a thinner line or something.
2: Could have
0: changed...
1: ...software.
0: I just think... I kind of want to compare the girl. So here's the girl. I'm comparing all three issues. That's right. Did the coloring change? (laughs) No,
1: it's the same colorist, yeah. I don't know why it looks different. All that digital stuff is spooky.
0: I don't know. Yeah, because... I think the for sure the coloring changed. Like, it may be the same person doing the coloring, but they upped their game for this issue. There's this this one? Yeah. there maybe they're improving. the, The skin tone was, like, very light, almost white. And her hair was just black. There was no highlighting or anything. And she was just wearing a black...
1: Maybe we're just watching the colorist evolve.
0: That could be. I think the team's evolving. We're saying we should make her breasts bigger and her butt come right (laughs) out of her pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. Maybe that was the...
2: The writer's, the writer's Maybe that's voice.
1: the editor putting in, Okay, yeah. redraw that panel. I want the butt coming out of the pants.
0: <laughs> we need more
1: butt. <laughs> Geek yeah. Brunch edited that. More butt <laughs> <laughs> coming out of the pants. That's right. I can't remember what,
0: what our review was of the first first well
1: episode.
0: Maybe that was our comment. They've taken our notes. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
1: boobs. <laughs> if they have the artist edition, that have our editor notes on the right, uh, more butt coming out of the pants, show <laughs> the boobs growing a little bit in this panel. <laughs> and her nipples should be point poking right out of her
0: shirt. <laughs> that would be fantastic.
1: Everybody's reading, what what listening to this and say, man, these exciting comics. We gotta get oh, man. in on that.
0: Look on. On page twenty nine, yeah, on the last panel, it's like a side view over, but they still put the nip in. <laughs> like, there's no reason for it. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be shown in this panel, but it's there. <laughs> put a nip. That's like, nice... I like the side side shot of the boob there, but yeah, if you could just see like the nipple as well side profile of the devil. And then they go into the city, right, to get supplies.
1: Yeah, that's kind of them going in the city to fight the bad guys, I think. Follow that fire. Good stuff. Yes, sir.
0: Very entertaining.
1: I think the only book we have left... Is the from blood. Thought we had
0: something else too.
1: Oh, uh, do we? We got image
0: number one. Oh yeah, Skybound. Sky Skybound. And image which you already read, but I hadn't read yet.
1: Oh, I read image number one last time.
2: Yeah.
1: What'd you think? Of which? Of image number one, because I oh, image covered it. Yeah, we can talk
0: about that. I got to find my notes because I'm old. Actually, I could probably just open it and look and see what was in it. So there's... Well, there's a lot of stories in this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten stories. First one... I like the Jeff Johns one. Yeah, it's a Jeff Johns with Moody Art. So... That was really good.
1: And then there's like a dog man or dog. I can't remember what that guy is.
0: Yeah, the first one. So the first one's about a guy who. Is convicted of second degree murder. And on the way to prison, a blizzard hits. So that's the story. It was. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, old dog. Oh, that's about a uh, an old action hero type guy, right?
1: Yeah. I think that one's coming to... That one's solicited in the next previews. So I don't know if it's like new material or... Oh, as its own? Yeah, its own title. Cause the...
0: Yeah, because this one doesn't say like one of... So a lot of them. Blizzard is one of 12, so that's a long story. Old Dog is just... Issue zero, so I think it was just a preview.
1: Either a a preview or a little zero issue kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Then the next one is by the very hip Wyatt Kennedy and We Wanna Vecchio. The Bolero team, I believe. Gospel for a New Century.
1: And then I just remember Scotty Young's is about him saying, I didn't even remember signing up for this. I'm going to draw myself at the cartoonist board saying, I don't remember doing this. I forgot we were even supposed to show up. I think the first two stories were the best. And then it just... I liked... My favorites
0: were... Blizzard. I liked the Gospel for a New Century because I liked the girl. She turned into a demon. And killed the dude.
1: Was that by the Bolero team?
0: Yeah, by the Bolero team. <clears throat> yeah, because they follow some people to. Oh, yeah, that's the one where there's there's like an obelisk like floating in the sky where people work. And then, oh, the girl. This girl wants to. They're following this couple who go to a hotel. And I think the one guy's she knows he's like a doctor, so. And they want to get up to their room, so she like breaks the dude's finger. <laughs> yeah. So, so they go up to the room with the doctor, and then she turns into a demon. That was good. Then there's Kaya. By West Craig. That was a short one. I like that one though. And then I liked Hopeless, which was that one. Hopeless one of three by Well Murka and Dolfo. The Scotty Young you talked about did you say something about the Scotty Young yeah, one? Yeah. Yeah. That was I weird. Said,
1: it was just him drawing himself saying I didn't show up. Yeah, I didn't
2: I forgot anything about for this, this
0: issue. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Murka and Dolfo. Oh, it's about oh that's kinda like that was kind of weird because it was kind of like that other comic where it's like an it opens up with like this person killing people and then you find out it's AI, it's an AI world, and it's like an it's an old an older woman. That was good. I like that one. It, it's an older woman who. She, I think she used to be a killer and she now she's doing it in AI, but she doesn't get the same thrill out of it. So then the, girl, the person at the AI place says, I got this new tech you could try that's more realistic. And then she goes in there and she's being hunted by this guy. I like that story. It was good. And then there was...
1: I think the you Kyle... liked it more than
0: I did. Then the Kyle Higgins story was takes
1: place in his universe. That one was like my least favorite, though. Like it. I'm surprised because you loved. I the know, black but but it that you one. You must have been in a bad mood when you read this. I don't know. It didn't feel like Radiant Black or Radiant Red. It felt a little different to me. Because this is about
0: a guy who's hired to wear a shift suit to get close to Radiant Black to charge the shift suit. Yeah. The shift technology, the batteries. So they have this shift suit, which allows you to, like, teleport, basically. And he, they load it up with all of these batteries because they have to get close to Radiant Black to charge the batteries. <laughs> yeah. I liked it.
1: And I think you, I was in a grouchy mood, maybe. You must have been.
0: And then there, there's a... I like the art in the Gehenna one. Who did it? Maurizio Ros, Rosenzweig. And then the Billy Dogma was just like one page where it's like, Billy Dogma is back. So for all you Billy Dogma fans. But a lot of these are, so 1 out of 12, there's a couple that are 1 out of 3 or 4, and then a handful that are 1 out of 12. I don't know, I liked it. I thought it was a good start. Because I think there's a 12 issue, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Anthology. And then the next one we have is Skybound X, which is another anthology number
0: three yep continuing continuing the Rick Grimes story
1: that one's my favorite I just i I think it's hilarious,
0: yeah, and this kind kinda of of like a, a what more, if you know this does a little more world building where they go back to the <clears throat> They go back to their base sanctuary. Well, first, yeah, yeah. T-
1: she takes him to sanctuary. And she then, saves she de- saves
0: Rick's life first by using nan- nano technology. They nanites. even try
1: to get grab Mich- Michonne's face, which is just a,
0: the top of a her head. head. <laughs> yeah,
1: and he's reunited and show, with Carl. Yeah, he's there for a while. And Eugene is there. And Princess is there. And I think Rick has sex with Andrea. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Or is that Rick? Is that Rick? I believe so.
0: Yeah, because I think it's kind of showing that he's there for a while.
1: And Negan shows up on these, like, Mr. Miracle boots, but (laughs) he's riding it with, with, like, two halves of his bat.
0: Mm -hmm. When he puts them together. And says, I have the power. And that masters of the universe thing, two halves of a sword.
2: Yeah.
1: <coughs> and then there's a murder falcon story. It starts off at a re- uh, guitar shop.
0: I look at the guitar sh- shop. It opens with, "I told you you can't play that in here." And he points to a sign like of all the songs you can't play. All the play. songs
1: you can't play.
0: Which I know that's true because I know that I was watching. I can't remember what I was watching. Some documentary, and they were talking about how there's some songs that are forbidden to play at music shops.
1: But well, why is that? Like this one had a uh, Californication, Last Resort, Freebird, Any Limp Biscuit, <laughs> The Zeppelin, Dave Matthews. That... Yeah. Uh, th- I think the main. I think the one. I don't know what that one is. Enter Sandman. That's Metallica.
0: Yeah, I think the one that. I think it's just that these are songs that everyone always plays. Like I know for sure that Led Zeppelin. I think a Stairway to Heaven, is the one you can't play because everyone, everyone buying a guitar comes in and plays that song.
1: I think you should be able to play what you want to play. (laughs) You're testing out a guitar, maybe. Sorry, I know I would play "Smoke on the Water" up. or something. You get kicked da, out. That's, like, yeah, that's, the, that's, the, the, that's the only song I fucking know. You don't know any other songs. Anything <laughs> else would be terrible. Like. <laughs>
0: All I know how to play is Freebird.
1: Free Bird.
0: Yeah, I don't know if the other songs are ones that are typically forbidden. I can see Enter Sandman as being one that people people play a lot.
2: I think people at the store are just
0: sick of it. Like, every day you just hear people playing bad versions of the same songs. (laughs) Californication, I don't even know what the... That's a Red Hot Chili Peppers. I know the song, but I don't know what. The, like I understand, man, I know exactly the riff. They're the riff talking that, about. yeah. With Californication, I don't even know what the riff is. Anyway, they find a in the floor of the record store is a a goblin pit where there's a. A drum set they they're trying to recover. It seemed very tied to the murder murder falcon world, which I don't know, so Yeah, same here. <laughs> so a lot of it went over my head. But then Science Dog I liked a lot, and this is chapter two, where the first part was in what did they say it was in? I don't even remember anymore.
1: yeah i like science dog i would i would i would buy that
0: where the heck is it? oh it was in oblivion song number twenty five part one of the science dog the science dog I understood without reading part one
1: yeah i understood assassination too yeah I like that in Science Dog he accidentally gets
0: transported to another dimension. Because <laughs> the the portal falls on him <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. And the scientist guy's like, Oh no. <laughs> this can't be happening. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, Assassination was good.
1: So I think the only one we have left is from Blood. Yes. And I just read number three. I don't know if you read it, but I will I will say to anybody who's interested, um you can go to Comixology and if you're a Comixology Unlimited member, you can read all three issues. Okay. So, so they're available. I, I, I actually thought the first two issues were better than the third issue. Cause the third issue just kind of became like a helicopter action scene. Like that mm-hmm. sort of uh, had the climax. I mean, there was stuff there because his scientist buddy, you, you, you realize that he might've injected him with more serum than he actually needed to cure his cancer. Like because he was in, He was falling, at least he thought he was falling for his wife. Right. And uh, that's pretty fucked up. But Mm -hmm. so, like, when he took off his hand, I guess it was justified. (laughs) And then there's the scientist woman who's, you know, very sympathetic to his cause. And the government agency is sort of after him, trying to use him. Yeah, because that's how it kind of opened in the first
0: issue, where he was in the. It wasn't jail, but it was is essentially a jail. It was an an institute where he was kept in a, a jail cell, basically.
1: Like a mental institution.
0: And, and drugged up, and the this, <coughs> he ends up befriending this woman who works there, and she helps him escape. Yeah. And then the company comes after comes after him and you find out that he's he's invincible because like you said he he was a scientist working on the cure for cancer and tested it on himself but you find out that he was given too much of the drug because of the jealous the, his partner was jealous yeah which gave him the
1: powers Made me wanna publish my comic. Like I, I really <laughs> gotta do something, man. Me too. There was some discussion about like Kickstarter shipping being too much and I I don't know like what they expect because when I ship something, like I, I go first class priority merit mail that's at least six, seven bucks,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then if you, if you throw in the, the backing board and the mylar, and then you throw in the, let, let's say you have a mailer, like you yeah, know like one of Gemini those cardboard, mailer. yeah, Gemini mailer, right,
2: then that's another, another buck, 50. Yeah.
1: yeah, and then, I, I think. Shipping is usually called shipping and handling, and I think that's for the cost of your fucking time. Right, all the pa- hours package, you put into <laughs> pack, package them up, mm-hmm. and then have to drive them on your gas to the site to get it shipped. Right. So, like, I, I don't know, I, I almost spend like ten bucks on shipping when I when I ship a package. It's pretty fucking close. And I I don't know, like, why they could, like, there's people that shen- send it on stamps.com and it's like three bucks and it takes like a month and a half to get there and it's all fucking bent and it, it's in a little envelope that I, I'd rather have a product that
0: is yeah, in I, good I hate shape. Getting comics <clears throat> in, like, a bubble mailer or yeah. an envelope. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> So sometimes they come out fine, but it's such a risk.
1: It is. <clears throat> so hey, I love yeah. those.
0: I love it when I get one. It's a Gemini mail, and I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> those things are protected. Yeah. Those are a cool invention that someone came up with. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. <clears throat> I don't have a problem with the cost of shipping. It's the reason I don't support some, them sometimes. Yeah, and it's also the reason I usually wait until they'll it's say, collected. "Okay, yeah," or oh, when yeah, they say, collected. "You can get one through four. because usually they'll do like the they'll do like their f- first. If it's like a four issue series, they'll do kickstarters for the one, two, three, and four. But then the fourth one, they'll say they'll have a tier where you can get one through four. All right, right, right. So I'll just wait and do that because I'm saving whatever, 20 bucks in shipping or whatever. Or ones that sometimes... I do like the Kickstarters too, like the... uh, Shit, what is it called? I just lost my train of thought. Burlap, where they didn't do individual issues. They just said, here's, here's the, three the three issues. issues. Here's yeah. the three issues, yeah. So you can get all three of them.
1: Speaking of burlap, <clears throat> we, only, we only have that for next time. Do you want to... Did you get Super Freaks?
0: I did get Super Freaks.
1: You want to do that? Yes, we can do Super Freaks.
0: Yeah, Let me pull up my list to see... See if anything... Uh... There's some good stuff in my box. Oh, I can't talk about...
1: Gung-Ho real quick.
0: Yeah. Gung-Ho Volume 2. So good!
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a 5 out of 5 God, me. I
0: love this series so much. It is just... The story and the characters and the art are just so on point. The art is so beautiful. That's what my one complaint is that I wish this hardcover was oversized because it's just a standard size, which is unfortunate. Yeah. I wish I had nice big pages.
1: But this kind of con-
0: continues What's the got, story.
1: I don't know how far Gung-Ho is, but was Gung-Ho the hardcover where the bro- they, the older brother gets kicked out of that sanctuary?
2: Yeah, that's and, what, yeah.
1: And then they have to go on a mission to try to get the brother back? Yes. There's a lot going on in this. Yeah.
0: So that, I think this covers the next four single issues probably, which is two of the European collections in in one cuz it has like a part 1 and a part 2. Yeah, so the the, the for for those who don't remember our previous discussions on this Gung Ho, it, it takes place in a kind of post-apocalyptic future where these giant monkey-like creatures have taken over the planet and killed all, killed most of the humans and there's these f- cities reinforced cities that people live in. Spread around, and this takes place somewhere in Europe. I don't know if they actually say what country it was. And it take the in the very first issue, these two these kids arrive, these orphan kids arrive in in this uh, at this one fortress. It's like Fort Apache or something like that. Yeah. And they they arrive there, and it's kind of them getting integrated into this city and learning the rules and everything. So th- this is continuing that story where. Yeah, so one of the kids gets one of the brothers gets exiled and then the other brother gets Because get he's a accused group of, of uh, to... sexual
1: assault on one of the women that lied to, the she she, right, lied she lied. Because she was raped by an adult because for yeah. drugs.
0: Well, yeah, she's she, basically, she was a,
1: a drug she's addict. not really
0: raped. She's
1: She gives sex she, for drugs. She's, for the... she's certainly
0: being abused like he's using her. Yeah. He's giving her drugs for sex, basically, and she's underage. So, I guess it is technically. I don't know if she's underage. No, I don't think she's underage, because she's one of the older girl girls there. But he he's still using her. He he's a real he's a real creep, and he's the. Uh... And when the the leader of the place is a woman, and when she finds out the the kid comes to him and tells him what happened and she protects the creep guy because he's their conduit to the, the main supplies where they get their and supplies, the supplies. from. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, he basically says, you know, you treat me well and I'll make sure you bump up, get bumped up to the top of the supply list. So you'll get supplies because they're screwed right now because the train that was bringing them supplies,
1: was turned over and they yeah, stole the turned su- over and somebody and, stole the supplies. Yeah, and everything
0: was stolen.
1: So actually, at the end of this, the
0: adults form a team to go out and fu- and try and find the thieves. And then, yeah, that turns out bad. <laughs> this is so good. It's such a good story. Love it. Five out of five for sure. Yeah, I love it. Highly recommended. My highest recommendation.
1: Yeah, that's that was an amazing series. I wish there was some more of it. I wish we'd see it come back. Well, it's not done yet, right? There has. Yeah, but it's it's been a year since we've seen it solicited oh, for they it. They haven't
0: solicited the next one yet. Yeah. Come on. Well, maybe now that the collection has come out, they'll start they'll start soliciting the next one. One can hope. I want it now. Don't force me to get the European version translated, because <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Wait a second. I'm trying to find my comics, but this is not... <coughs> this doesn't look... Oh, yeah, this is the right one. Yeah. What are these comics? Uh, let's do... I don't remember what any of this stuff is. Well,
1: what's the title? Let's do
0: 8 Billion Genies. Let's do that one. I remember the concept for that one.
1: Super Freak's Burlap.
0: 8 Billion Genies.
1: Yep, got that. Uh... Got some spawns. Yeah, we got the spawn books. Probably about four or three. Did you get uh, Disturbed Dark Messiah? I did not. Did you get Elvira in Horrorland? I did get that. Let's do that. I can do that. Let me see what else. That was one order. How about fox and hare? I don't think I have that. I didn't get that one.
0: I did not get that.
1: (coughs) That was scout. Let's go one more deep. I don't even know what these are. Did you get closet?
0: I did get closet.
1: We can cover that one because that's kind of like Tynan's first work from that. What do you call it? Substack. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, we can do that. And at some point, at some point, we should probably do another Red Room because I know there's been a few. Oh, of those. let's do uh-huh. the
1: three issues of Red Room, and that'll be done.
0: That's too much Red Room.
1: No, it's not.
0: There's <laughs> never too could, much
1: Red Room. I could, I could spread it. Out. <clears throat> you could read them this weekend.
0: Back to back Red Rooms.
1: Is it that hard for you to read Red Room?
0: No, it's not hard. It's just, <clears throat> I have to let it sink in.
1: That's that's plenty to read. <clears throat> I wanted to throw in this one called Phalanx because it's like a a tribute to 90s image by The Luna brother. Oh, The Luna,
0: yeah, Luna. We could do that. What do you want? Phalanx. Phalanx. I wasn't writing anything down. Genies.
1: We have burlap. We have super freaks. Number 1, that's that Savage Dragon thing. 8 million Genies. Phalanx number 1. The Spawn books. Elvira and Horrorland, Closet and Red Room. We could just re- do Red Room Number One. Do you want the new Red Room Number One? If you want to, yeah, we, let's do we that. We haven't done our previews yet either.
0: Ooh, that's right. Yeah, let's just do Number One.
1: All right. That works. Sounds like a plan. Right. Anything else you want to mention that you watched or
2: read?
0: Let's see. What am I watching now? I'm watching the new Stranger Things season. What did I finish watching? Hey, you know what I did watch that we didn't talk about? I watched that uh, Squid Game show.
1: Oh, yeah? Did you like it?
0: It was good. It, it wasn't what I was expecting, so I, I, I liked it. It was more. Uh, I'm not. I I don't know why it became popular. I'll say that I was expecting something different than what it was. It was more grounded than I was expecting. Than you thought it would be. Uh... Yeah, I thought it was going to be like over the top. I mean, <laughs> like there's platform. A lot of kill- <clears throat> there's a lot of killings <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but it's very emotional. I mean, you get to know the characters a lot, so really well. So, it was it's worth watching, I think.
1: Cool. I finished my Jessica Jones 2 and 3 and uh started uh Who Killed Sarah? Oh, man. Not that. very far in it, but they sh- they shook some shit up, man. I'll tell you that. Didn't see that coming. Ooh. That's the yeah, way. That's the way Money Heist excited. and uh, Who Killed Sarah are. They like
2: <coughs> lead yeah. you
1: one way, and then and all of a sudden it's some f- fucking totally different you never thought about. Something new. Man, you know when I think back
0: on Money Heist? Yeah. I mean the whole series the whole series was fantastic but that those episodes where it was like a war where they broke into the bank and
1: there was the military one like in oh, Yeah yeah the last season when yeah. there
0: was that war scene those are so memorable it's like god they're so well done
1: Yeah all of it's really it's well tense. done um <sighs> Yeah, I just Sarah, can't believe more people her. don't watch that. Who Killed Sarah? That one, I think the more you watch, the more addicted you become. Like, I think if I watched the first episode and just gave up on it, I would have said, oh, this looks all right. But it, mm-hmm. it, it seems like they have all these fucking plot holes. Like, that's all I kept telling Barb was I started watching the show Who Killed Sarah? And it's like ridiculous. I already know who killed Sarah. Like it, it's right, <laughs> yeah. right in fucking front of me, <laughs> and and then it, well, it didn't turn out to be that at all. Like,
0: yeah, but, that one has a lot of uh, so, like soap opera type twists yeah. and turns. Jessica
1: and Jones, I love because it's like hard boiled uh, crime noir, and I, I just like it a lot. Like it, it's kind of like watching a. What was that show that was that uh, Jason Aaron did? I can't even think it was on ABC, but it was based on a comic book slum. No. I'm not sure what. I can't even think. Stumptown. Kind of reminds Jason me of Stumptown. Who is Stumptown then? Rucka. Rucka, okay. I get that. I was so like, what Jason Aaron show is there? <laughs> Oh, Stumpion, well, J- don't mention that. That was so
0: good. How they well, dare they cancel that? I thing?
1: know. It sucks that they canceled <laughs> that, didn't they? That was a good one. It was. I was like that with um, Cowboy Bebop, though. Like, I, I, I just loved what it was. Like, it was like crime noir and sci-fi mixed together, and I just thought mm. it went really well. It was like Sin City and space. Like... <laughs> I just loved it.
0: I only watched the first
1: episode. Yeah. Uh, It didn't grab me. I was hooked. I even bought the comic book and liked it.
2: Yeah.
1: I still have to read issue three. It's on my to-read pile, but... All right. Well, I think that sort of wraps us up. All right. All right. You can reach us at uh, geekbrunchpodcast.com Bill is at DBM00 I'm at Mike Myers Brunch if you support our Patreon you will get the reel to reel 8mm of Geek Brunch there's no sound yes, it'll because be good. the Next 8mm the didn't have down. sound you just hear that crrr. there's no sound and no, and no
0: visuals <laughs> no <laughs> You just get a blank. A blank. Real to real. But you don't have no one has a real to real player anymore, so yeah. it doesn't
1: matter. It's Only the cool people have real to real. It's like an NFT. We have real to real still. I think it's at my brother's house. There you go. Yeah, Your brother can he converted to these most of our real to real stuff to C D.
0: Yeah. Digital.
1: Yep. All right. Well, and wrap. Oh, what else did I forget? Facebook. It's podcast dot com. The emails at Mike at ComicBookNoise dot com and Bill at ComicBookNoise dot com. And
2: uh, yeah,
1: I think that's it. I forgot to do that on the other podcast. Me and Rob just hung up. That's funny because we never introduce ourselves. Who? I think us the or... I think the only podcast I do where we introduce ourselves is uh, and it's more like uh. Hey, Kyle, and he says, Hey, Mike. <laughs> but I think that's yeah. the only one that we do where people know our names. Oh, I have... Welcome to Geek Brunch episode. I have to, I used to edit to it, the episode. Say the episode
0: number, two. We don't know.
1: We're, we're I'm still. To... I think I'm we're here in the 70s somewhere. Maybe getting are... close to 380. We're almost at 400.
0: Dang. Yeah, that's another a couple lot. Of years off.
1: But p- what people don't realize is that's like four, that's like four hundred episodes times at least three hour podcasts, if not more. It's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours.
2: <laughs>
1: Alrighty.
0: Thought, in the future, when I'm dead,
1: my you kids have can pe- listen to me. Listen to you
0: ramble about comics for and
1: said man. Dad's dad is filthy. <laughs> He was a filthy old man. Why is he talking about dicks and nipples huh? and
0: popping out of pants?
1: <laughs> All right, well, it's not my I'll, fault.
0: They put it in the comics. That's right. And if they put it in the comics, I got to talk about it.
1: Uh, yep. If I had assless champs, what about the ass hanging out of the jeans, Dad? <laughs> what, what is that? Like you were fascinated how the cheeks were just oh, popping me. out.
0: I swear there was a dick in one of these comics. Was there? I don't remember. Maybe it was Gung Ho.
1: Oh, maybe. I don't remember seeing a dick.
0: Might have been, I, don't I don't remember. There might have been a Gung Ho.
1: Or you might have drawn it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's likely. That's likely. I was reading a comic of dicks. <laughs> you, which comic do we read that had the dicks on Dixon. everything? <laughs>
0: Do you remember that one? Which
1: one was it? Yeah. All right. Well, have a good week, man. All right. You too. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.